About eight years ago, I was an intern at First Presbyterian Church in Fort Worth. And the Presbyterian women invited me to come speak to them about the church calendar. And they were, at the time, doing a Horizons Bible study in the Bible study that may have, some of you may have done called, For Everything There Is a Season. And I'm still going to try to get this going. So the Horizons Bible study was, for everything there was a season, talking about the church calendar. And so they invited me to come do this. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just going to leave that there. This is not going to work today. We'll just adjust. And so I went to talk to the Presbyterian women about this topic, about the church calendar. And it turned out to be one of the best exercises that I had done since I had graduated from Bright Divinity School just a couple of years prior. And I used it as an opportunity to talk to the women about the church calendar and how major events in my life fit into the church calendar. For example, I mentioned my own baptism, which was at the age of nine during Epiphany. My call to ministry at the age of 32 during Epiphany my leaving the Baptist Church and joining the Presbyterian Church at age 36 during ordinary time, the death of my grandfather and my mother during Advent. Now to that list, I would now add several more recent events, the baptisms of Sam and Sarah on Palm Sunday 2006, the beginning of my pastoral ministry on the first Sunday of Advent, 2007, the baptism of Sophia on Christ the King Sunday, 2008, the ending of my ministry in Iowa, an ending that I did not necessarily desire during ordinary time, 2012, and the beginning of my interim ministry here, Epiphany, 2013. So at the time I did this exercise, it was important a presentation for me to give because it allowed me to see how bound my life has been to the ebb and flow of God's calendar, of God's patterns. And I saw that the Christian calendar not only tells us the story of what God did in the Bible, but the Christian calendar also frames the work that God continues to do on us as we travel through sacred time together. Our spiritual lives have a period of gestation. There's also a period of giving birth, a period of suffering, a period of death, but also a time for rebirth, to be born again and to be carried by the winds of the Spirit. We have a period to integrate all the things that God is teaching us, and even a time that we may feel separated. And just when we think that we have it all figured out, or perhaps when we are getting tired of the color green, the calendar changes, and we enter the cycle again, and the story begins its work on us, 
as we look with fresh eyes or perhaps even with weary eyes and we submit ourselves yet again to the wisdom of God's patterns. So perhaps a homework assignment. I'm not sure you'll be doing much else this afternoon other than just being home and eating chili and uh, praying more than you brush your teeth, (laughs) which is a great start. So to that, perhaps you can, as you brush your teeth, reflect about how your life is caught up in and made sense by God's life. Look at the major events of your own story and see how they fit in with God's story. This is a challenge and an invitation for all of us as Christian faithful people to realize that our stories are intimately connected to a holy story. And that holy story is complete and it is beautiful and it gives our lives meaning. So this is where we stand today on Christ the King Sunday. It is the completion of yet another church year. But it does nothing less than remind us that our very lives are made complete in God. As we stand here this moment, this is a moment gifted to us by the Holy One, and we stand on good news. The good news that there is nothing in your life that will not be made complete in Jesus Christ. There is no pain that Christ will not heal. There is no grief that Christ cannot relieve. There is no despair that Christ will not bring to hope. There is no fear that Christ will not cast out. There is no longing that Christ cannot fulfill, and there is no power that Christ will not overcome. There is nothing that can happen. There is no evil deed, no catastrophe so terrible from which God will not ultimately bring about good. That is good news. And this is our inheritance, an inheritance that is gifted to us. It has been passed on to us from the saints who have passed on before us. We stand now where the saints once stood. We are made strong by the same strength which once strengthened the saints, and that is the glorious and mysterious power of God. By God's power, not our own, but by God's power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, we have been rescued and transferred. We have been rescued from the power of darkness, but we haven't just been lifted out of that darkness and put in some type of limbo. No, we have been rescued from the darkness and transferred into a new place, the kingdom of Christ. And it is in Christ, in that realm, in that kingdom, we have redemption, we have the forgiveness of sins, we have hope. Jesus Christ is 360 degrees of completeness, 
the full circle, the Alpha and Omega. Christ is before all things, and Christ in all things. Christ holds all things together. This is good news. We have a good story to tell. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fear. We don't have to listen to those who despair at the events of the world and wonder what's going to happen without any hope. You see, Christians don't despair about what the world is coming to. Christians rejoice in the one who is coming into the world as Christ, as King and Judge. Even if you think that the worst is going to happen, or even if you think that there is no hope, your thinking is not necessarily going to make it so. Christ as King means Christ will bring God's rule, And Christ will be the judge and cast out all evil and all darkness and restore all things so that they line up with the will of God. From the cradle to the grave, from the incarnation to the epiphany, from the waiting for death to the surprise of resurrection, from the time of the Spirit to the ultimate fulfillment of Christ the King Sunday, this is the spiral of God's grace. Love and forgiveness carry us, and Christ's judgment gives us hope. This is God's story. And thanks be to God, this is our story as well. And for that, we can all say, thanks be to God, and amen.